everybody, and welcome back to a Rocky Podcast. Coming at you with a new episode today, live. We got Cameron on the mic. You got Blake on mic, too. You got myself, Austin. We are here to talk about NBA, playing games, NFL, top five tight ends, and WWE with being NBA heavy today for sure because of playing games and WWE because Raw was last night, so we're going to talk a little bit about that and we're going to start off with the NFL. We're going to get into it with the top five tight ends. Who's, who's people's top five tight ends right now? You know, jumping right into it, there's a couple people I really like. When it comes to tight ends, there's a couple people that, you know, I think are a little overrated. So, I'll, I'll go ahead and jump in. So, I'm going to be honest with you. Number one. Yeah, this is going to be interesting right here. <laughs> Hawkinson, the Iowa Hawkeye. The dude with the man bun. TJ Hawkinson. The man bun? Dog. TJ Hawkinson is one of the boys. Uh, you got to admit, he puts up some fantastic stats for having one bum of a quarterback. So I got I got to give him massive credit for that. Uh number 2, I'm going to go ahead and go with one of the best looking guys in the NFL. That is Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, you know, I think he's going to be way more productive next year due to the fact that Tyreek is gone. I love that for him. I think he's going to be the number 1 target. I think he's going to get a lot a lot of receptions next year. I think he's going to have a lot of yards. That's why I have him listed at number two. He's been popping off ever since he's been in the league, and I think it's just uphill from here. Number three, I got George Kittle. George Kittle, I mean, George Kittle's George Kittle. Um, he's been besides balling Debo, out. All, yeah, besides Debo, besides 49ers. Yeah, he, he's been balling out all his career, and when Debo came in, it just made it even better for him. They've had some runs. They haven't had some runs. You know, it's been uphill for them, sometimes downhill. George Kittle's another one you got to understand who his quarterback is. His quarterback kind of got a noodle. That's another Jared Goff 2.0. <laughs> yeah, another Jared Goff 2.0. Number four, I got Darren Waller. So, Darren Waller, he's somebody who's been battling injuries, so it's someone that I never really put into place. But I think Darren Waller is someone who is a dog. I think his production might fall apart. Or I would have had him a lot higher due to the Devontae Adams signing uh, or trading. And from there, I think Darren Waller is number four. Number five may come as a surprise. It is Dallas Goddard. I think Absolutely. he's a dog. Oh, my God. I love his game no ever no. since they started using him as the number one tight end and got rid of some loose ends away to the Cardinals. Um, I think Dallas Goddard has been very productive. I think he has nice hands. I think he's a big guy who's just ready to make an impact. If only Jalen Hurts wasn't his quarterback. Jalen Hurts loves to target those <laughs> little bitty receivers and not the big boy tight ends. And for honorable mentions, I guess I'll say Mark Andrews. But uh, all in all, you're, it's yeah, all in all, Mark Andrews, trash. Um, the fact that he is the best tight end in his division and can't win games. It's ridiculous. I'm taking CJ Uzama over him. So hey, I'm even taking David Goku. He'll take another fucking ACL tear on that. All right, but my my uh my top five. <laughs> we'll run through it. We got Hawkinson. We got Travis Kelsey. We got George Kittle, Darren Waller, and Dallas Goddard. 
with the honorable mention of that trash can over in Baltimore. I can't even remember his name. So oh, I'll, I'll move it on to the next person. Let's hear what you all got. It might be a little different than mine. I sure hope so. TJ Hawkinson's the best tight end in the league. I don't care. Lions, <laughs> Lions are winning bias. 10 games yeah. this year. Such bias. Stop. All right. I, I got, you know, of course, Mark Andrews, the best tight end in the league, 100%. No hands down. Yeah, man's a gets you anything you want. Touchdowns, yards, blocks, anything you need and get. He will go out there and destroy anybody for real. Man's unstoppable. Lamar's favorite, favorite, favorite target. And even even the backups. Backups loved targeting Mark Andrews. Man, he was just, um, the balls went to his hand and he was catching them no matter what. Number two, I got the pretty boy, Travis Kelsey. That's obvious. I mean, you know, you know the that those two right there, they're on par with being the best tight end of the league. Both of them. But... Travis is my number two because, you know, I'm biased because Mark Andrews is on the Ravens. So, I'm going number two for sure for Travis Kelsey. Um, like Cameron said, with, with Tyreek Hill being out, he's going to be he's gonna be a number one target. Because what, Terrence Hart, Juju? Absolutely not. Sheesh. Man's going to TikTok. Miko Hardman, baby. Yeah. Miko Hardman. Miko Hardman went on the deep, yeah, deep ball. But, like, who's going to get you that mid-range, you know, midfield catch 20-plus yards? Travis Kelsey. Uh, my number three, I got I got George Kittle. He's it's an obvious choice. And so I just wanted you to let you all in a little fun fact. I I got really confused when I said it, but I knew I said it right. Did you know the University of Iowa at one point in time had both George Kittle and T.J. Hawkinson on their roster at tight end? That's filthy. I I said <laughs> T.J. Hawkinson was That's a Hawkeye, filthy. and I was like, wait, no, George Kittle was a Hawkeye, and then I was like, no, I swear I'm right. So I just looked it up, and yes, in 2017. Um, Kittle was drafted, and then in 2019, Hawkinson was drafted, both as tight ends from Iowa. That, that, that's hey, actually that's, pretty sick. I, didn't, I really didn't know that. I, I thought they both went, but I thought maybe it's because they kind of look alike. I was getting confused, but no, I mean, they hey, both went. Both went to Iowa. Both, so I, I was just both, a little that's a side piece fun fact. Both stunning head of hair, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Nice, little, <laughs> nice little somewhat beards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, my four. Hawkinson's best in the league, though. I got Waller. Dude's a tank in the end zone. The red zone, he's well, man, six, like six, 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 seven, and just going up there and dogging over people catching the balls, like mossing everybody. You know, he he just loves getting <laughs> down the lines on and off the field. Yeah, you know, once once, once was a Raven, but you know, drugs and stuff couldn't, couldn't keep keep it clean. Mm. And then number five, <laughs> I got T.J. Hawkinson. I uh, you know, as much as the Lions suck, mad. Mad God, they're awful. They're winning 10 games this year and winning the division. TJ Hawkinson is about the best thing out of Detroit right now. They're going to win the division. Uh, I mean, he's he's just – I think he's, he's he's another great tight end that with a great quarterback. I think he could be a – I think he could put, my honestly, top three tight ends. But with a trash quarterback like Jared Goff, I just don't think, you know – you know, he's, they may draft a rookie and may bench golf midway through the season. Yeah, man, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I think they went 10 games, 15 games maybe. Yeah, and then on honorable mentions, I got the rookie, Kyle Pitts. For my Packer fans out there, you know who you are. Lions going 2-0 this year against them. You heard it here. Okay, let's not. Let's stop realizing what you said <laughs> right there. Off By the way, while you're listening, might as well go and follow the socials. At A Rocky Podcast on all platforms. Eight. TikTok, TikTok's big. Yeah. TikTok's big. We got Insta. We got Twitter. You can follow them at a Rocky Podcast. 
But, yeah, Kyle Pitts is a rookie this year. You know, man, besides Cordell Patterson is the only thing the Falcons have going for him this next season coming up. Because without Calvin Ridley. Ooh, I didn't even think of Kyle Pitts. Without, man. Cal- without Calvin Ridley, <laughs> Cordell Patterson is going to be a run-heavy run, yeah, dog. He's going to be a run-heavy person this year. And Kyle Pitts is going to be the obvious choice for receiving yards. And uh, he's just uh, he's good. Great rookie. Great coming out first season. And he's got, he's going to be a future good he, tight end. He got put in a very, very beautiful yeah. position for his second year. Yeah. Hmm. Very beautiful. So, I'll run down my list. I got... Mark Andrews at one, Kelsey at two, Kill at three, Waller at four, Hawkinson at five, and Kyle Pitts as my honorable mention. No, I'm not mad about it. Maybe Mark Andrews is a little high. Yeah, Mark Andrews that's, the best, that's all best I'll tight end in the league. Let's slide it over to the Kamehameha wave himself. Yeah. The one, the, the only, the man who is somehow <laughs> still on this <laughs> podcast. Don't know how. Does he deserve to be? We might. I am this podcast Lord Skip Bayless. Okay, here he goes. Yes. All right, you want to go ahead and start the voting? A rocky podcast. So (laughs) I'm gonna clip this onto TikTok. This exact moment I'm talking, I'm gonna clip this, and I'm gonna say before Blake even speaks, should we mute him the rest of the video and just not allow him to be a voice? (laughs) Should we kick him off? What What should we do? Um, just remember this clip. Remember this when I go down. Lord have mercy. Yeah, please be ready. Call, yeah, call me the Skip Bayless of a Rocky podcast, but let's get right into my top five. Uh, for number one, I got Mark Andrews, of course. Ridiculous. Yes. Uh, he's one of the, unlike your top five for having TJ Hawkinson, you biased Lions fan. Um, <laughs> and and Austin's not a biased Ravens fan. No, because unlike because unlike Numero Uno, when he's not the best tight end in the league. Oh, well, How well. is he not though? Because okay. Hawkinson is. Stop. All right. But no, but other than him being an absolute dog for the Ravens, and also the fact that he's got Lamar Jackson as QB, because let's be honest. Shout out Lamar. Let's get it. I mean, Lamar can throw, but let's be honest, he's obviously a running back, of he's course. He's not a Same running man, back. brother. But, but yeah, he puts up great numbers consistently those, for the those, Ravens. Those dimes, though. What's up? And he's also, I believe, he's one of the fastest tight ends in the league, so that's a big plus for him. When so, he catches the ball. Dude. Yeah. He's one loves the, the drop time. balls. Yeah, loves one, the drop balls. But one, man, man he, catches under the legs and without an issue. You can tell drop Mark balls. Andrews and Marquise Brown, all team drop passes. Stop. Well, no. All team overrated. No, but uh, I got Mark Andrews at number one. And number two, I got Travis Kelsey. I mean – with Ty- with Ty- with Tyree gone, I mean he's gonna be the he's gonna be basically the number one option now. So he's he's gonna be putting up numbers as well. Yeah, respectable. Yep. Would have rather seen him at number one on your list and your list. And, and then, that's about it. Mark Andrews shouldn't be in the top five. <laughs> Stop, bro. Stop it. All right, and the number three. Now he now this guy deserves to be in the top five, but I, I mean of course he's not as high on y'all's list. But number three, I got Darren Waller. Now of course he's had injuries. Uh, he's been de- been dealing or been dealing for the past like a few seasons. No, what he's been doing is a little something different. All right, but he's off of that now, so I mean, he's definitely gonna be staying clean. Him and Henry Ruggs might dap up in prison, you know what I'm saying? So, so my boy, <laughs> my boy. I mean, of course he's a, of course like Austin said he's a he's a tank in the in the red zone. But now that with Devontae Adams there, I mean, of course his production might go down. But at the same time, with Devontae Adams being there and all the defensive backs probably gonna double team him. That's gonna leave uh, Darren Waller open. Not, I mean, it's not wrong. In some, in some uh, possessions, he's gonna be open, and I, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if 
Darren Waller has more red zone catches, or at least somewhere around, I don't know, I guess red zone catches you could say that, than, than Devontae Adams, because Devontae Adams will probably double-teamed a lot. But he, he probably won't get targeted as much, but he'll probably get those red zone crucial catches right there. Red zone crucial catches. So, yeah. Gotta love it. Gotta love the red zone crucial catches. <laughs> so, number four, I got George Kittle. Uh, you know, he of course, he balls out as well. He's Iowa also, Hawkeye. He's also a, like an Iowa Hawkeye as well, same as TJ Hawkinson. He's got a noodle arm of a QB at Jimmy Garoppolo. So, uh... But so, so yeah, you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. Cherigoff two point He still puts up stats, but I think you, I think you'd probably jump up into that third position if you would have a better QB. Because I mean, Darren Waller has Derek Carr, who's obviously better than Jeremy Garoppolo. Yeah, no doubt. My bad. My bad. My bad. So, smack the mic there. So yeah. So I got number four. George Kit would be George Kittle, and then number five, of course, T.J. Hawkinson. He gets slept on. He is on the Lions. He's got J- Jared <laughs> Goff. He's pretty much basically their only top target when it comes to catches, unless you unless you want to count Amon with Saint Brown. Ross Saint Brown. So yeah, <laughs> dog. Three game. He's one. having a K next season. Three K. Three game wonder right there. Hey, 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 I mean, hey, he's got hey, potential, hey, but hey, he's hey. still he's still not he quite wasn't there the main yet. Target. Uh, they had Quintez Cephas. Yeah, they had DeAndre Swift. Quintez Cephas won me about $130 off catching the first touchdown of the game. Bless that yeah, man. DeAndre soul. Swift, man. That's, the, that's their number one target. Hey, when he plays, he's pretty nice. So run through your list again. So, yeah, on my list, I got uh, Mark Andrews at one, Travis Kelsey at two, Darren Waller at three, and then four, George Kittle, and then five, TJ Hawkinson. And then my honorable mentions, I had Mike Gusecki from the Dolphins. Trash. I mean, he's. I mean, he's not bad. He's not bad, but he's terrible. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. But he's also he's got Tua as QB, and we all know Tua is. So that's basically he's basically a TJ Hogson, but in Miami. Can't hit a dump park truck like it's nothing. And then they got Kyle Pitts, who is absolutely going to ball out next season. If you think, if you really don't think that Kyle Pitts is going to ball out next season, you're obviously drunk. I mean, Calvin Ridley's out. Cordell Pass is going to be running the ball half the time. They're not going to pull that whole stunt of. Him doing every single thing like they did last year, so okay. So here's the only question I have with that: You have Marcus Mariota as your quarterback. Do you really think he's going to throw as much as you anticipate? I don't think he's going to throw deep. I threats. think it's going to be a lot of options. There's going to be a yeah. lot of options. It's going to be a lot of quarterback patterns. That's just me though. I don't know. I'm just thinking yeah, about Matt Ryan. I mean, that is a good point though. Like, yeah. Marcus Mariota is not. He hasn't actually started a game. In a long, in a long while, he yeah. might still, you know, he's not rusty, but like he's pretty. Maybe he changed his yeah. play style. I just, yeah, I just don't think the Falcons are. I mean, I mean, Cordell Pass is probably gonna still get a good chunk of the uh, usage, but I don't think they're gonna do the whole one man show like they did last no, I, year. I so. Yeah, well, Kyle, Kyle Pitts is gonna step up. He's gonna be definitely be the second behind. Yeah, I mean that, that makes sense. I, I agree with that. So, so we've been talking a lot about the hate. I get for the Lions. So it's let's change gears. We haven't done this, but let's go through and say like who our favorite teams are. I mean, we know mine are the Lions. I, I'm getting a lot of shade the past few episodes. Uh, I get a lot of shade in my everyday life. So let's just talk about our it's favorite teams and let's talk about our predictions for them on the season. We were kind of talking about this off podcast and we were arguing on how many wins the Lions were going to get based on their season opponents. Seven. And so, seven. Uh, so, seven. so let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. 
So I'm a Lions fan. You know, I, I love the Matthew Stafford era. Sadly, it ended. However, happily, he got a ring. I'm so glad he got a ring. The Lions have been in a rebuild mode that I know was, you know, built on by Jared Goff, which which kind of, you know, it's not it's not fun. But you you have to look at the bigger picture. We got three first round picks over the course of the year. Um, we have the second pick. I'm I'm going to stop saying we. I hate saying that. But the Lions have the second pick. They got the 32nd pick. It's looking like they're going to take the end and then Maybe a quarterback at 32, depending on who's available. I would love to get a young quarterback for the Lions and let them bridge off Jared Goff. That would be spectacular for me. But what the Lions do is what the Lions do. They also, I think, have a very easy schedule this year. They're playing the AFC East, and they're going to play parts of the NFC that I think they could get up there with, I guess you'd say. Um I think they could win quite a few games. Uh, the Bears, the Packers, the Vikings, I think they can split with all of them, if not 2-0 some of them. I don't think they'll be winless in the division, and I don't think the Packers will beat them twice after losing Devontae Adams and how the Lions looked the very last time they played the Packers last season. I don't think the Vikings beat them twice. The Vikings got lucky the first time they played the Lions. Um and I for sure, with the way the Bears are going, I don't think the Bears beat them twice. So I think they could, honestly, with the six games they're going to play against them, I think they can go four and two, possibly five and one, more than likely three and three. They play the AFC East. That's an automatic L from the Bills. I think they have potential to beat the other three. The Dolphins are a mystery to me. I don't know how they're going to how they're going to fare with the new talent they acquired and with the talent they currently have. And then from there, they play the Cowboys, the Eagles, the football team, and the Giants. No, the Commanders. The Commanders. Oh, sorry, the Commanders. The Commanders. Yeah, they got the GOAT. Carson Wentz? Come on. So, Come I, on. Think, I think that could be a division where they split. I think they could win two of those games. You know, they could win more. They could not. But I think – they win two of those games. I think they win at least two in the AFC East. That's two, four, maybe eight, you know, six, seven, eight game wins right there. And then I think the rest of their games end up being the Seahawks and the Panthers. I think that's it. I think that's all they play. Oh, and then the Jaguars and the, there's got to be someone what, what else. You say? Panthers, Panthers. I said that. Panthers, Seahawks, Jaguars. Maybe that's it. Yeah, that, that would be it. That's Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, it. That's so yeah, yeah, I yeah. think they could possibly come out of nowhere with a 7-8 win season this year. I think they have a possibility to not finish last in the division. I'm not going to say they're going to win the division. Aaron Rodgers is still in that division. The offense of Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook is still in that division. I think if the Lions build on defense in the draft – and maybe build on defense before the season starts, I think it'll be different. But tune into HBO Max. They do have hard knocks before the season. I think it'll be an interesting watch because Dan Campbell is a coach that does not care what he says. <laughs> we like, and we like he loves his team. And his coffee. So, and his coffee. Don't and his coffee. coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's me. I'm a, you know, ride or die Lions. I don't really care, Jared Goff or not. I saw them live in person, watched them dethrone the Cardinals when they had the best record in the season, won some money off of it, absolutely loved every second of it. 
Uh, Kyler Murray is shorter than this table. I don't really care. I think the Lions can win eight, maybe even 10, 11 games this year, and I am so, so excited for it. So that's my take on the Lions. I know some trash can Raven fans are in the room, and whatever in God's name Blake likes, probably the Colts. Who knows? I don't really have a favorite team. Yeah, you know, yeah I, I kind of figured that too. I don't know the exact schedule, but I, they're not going to come. They're sec- first or second in the division. Ooh, no, I don't know. No, not knowing what AFC North looking a little scary. Yeah. Not knowing what Deshaun Watson if if yeah. or when he plays in. That's if, why they have Baker. If Baker might throw, you know, Whoa. he might he might throw his couple of games. You know what? You won't trade me. I bet. You know, yeah. I bet Amari yeah. Cooper overthrow. <laughs> who? I mean, who else? Nick Chubb. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that handoff. My bad. <laughs> and then Pittsburgh. That's they're going to hell. They're, that team's just trash. Besides Najee Harris, RIP to him because Matt is going to have this phenomenal year, but Mitch Trubisky ain't going to be the help that they need. Lost. All he has to do is hand the ball off. Yeah, but that's something he did so far. Uh, look at Cleveland. They could head the ball off, and look, they, they, they're in the division. They're not going to get anywhere. I think the AFC North is going to be that division where someone surprising might win it, and it could be the Ravens are the surprising team that win it hey, when the Browns have built so hard to win the division. But, but who knows? That, you know? it was, everybody coming back from the Ravens, everybody was injured. Yeah, uh, whole secondary is injured. That's that's tough to lose. And Marcus Peters, when, Marlon Humphrey. When you're playing, when you're playing with third stringers and fourth <laughs> stringers, we had a wide receiver play corner. Like that's he's not. He played corner one game, and he got torched by Devontae Adams. <laughs> and I it, and I don't know. Who, I, don't, I think they play the NFC. I think they play the East this year. I'm pretty sure they play the Cowboys division this year. And that's easy. 4-0 against that division. Sheesh. Cowboys suck. Their, their offensive line's garbage. Jack Prescott's the only good thing. Oh, and sorry. Dallas. Not sheesh. Sorry. 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 Shoosh. 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 And Philly sucks. Jalen Hurts is awful. I, I mean, he's not good. He's another Kyler Murray, in my opinion. Um... Carson Wentz, he's gonna get sacked every every possession. Oh, he's gonna throw with his left hand. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, gonna, he's gonna yeah. And then the Giants. Who? What are the Giants? The Giants are absolutely nothing now. The like, little mighty Giants. Yeah, they come out nowhere. No, but uh, I just they got Saquon. I I think the Ravens can win maybe ten games this year. I think they have ten games in their bag. Lamar's gonna come back. You know, still adjusting a little bit from missing eight, missing half the season last year. I, I don't see them. I don't see them beating the Bengals twice. I don't see them beating the Browns twice. The Steelers, yeah, I see them beating them I, twice. The Bengals, I think they go one on one. The Bengals, yeah. I think they have a chance to go one on one. The Browns, I just don't. They lost. I mean, they don't. They didn't lose nobody, but like they, they Mari Cooper. That's that. That's an easy lockup. And then they just got worried, they just got worried about Nick Chubb in three months. Ugh. That's it. It what was, if, what if they bring back Odell? What if they bring back Jarvis? They're not. Odell and Jarvis are not coming back. No, I don't. Think, I don't know. It's up in the air now. We don't. We don't know where they're going. I, I mean, think, I don't think they come back because it's just. Uh, Odell said he wouldn't mind. Yeah, I especially don't. with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, well, he said he yeah, wouldn't but mind. You don't know when you're going to get Deshaun. You're going to get in the season, or you're going to get the beginning. Right. That's it's iffy, that, and that's a lot of games between then and now that he can miss. So it, like, it's it's pretty much. And if he gets Baker, he's not going to play. Yeah, the same thing's going to happen with Baker. 
Baker's not going to give him the ball. Yeah. Just, you can agree to trade Baker finally and get him. Yeah, but that's if trade it's, Baker it's, for Jared Goff. It's got to be. It's got to be a place where Baker wants to go because yeah. he'll, he'll 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 let that team know that yeah, this wants him. He's going to say, "I don't want to be there with y'all. I want to be at another at another different team or something like that." So I think I think the Ravens have 10, 10, maybe 10, 11 games in them to win. Bengals one one, Browns two and zero, and they can two zero Steelers easily. No doubt in my mind. Yeah, well, Blake, what you got? I well, mean, I don't have a favorite team, so I know you really I'm, don't have a favorite team. So that's why I was gonna I say know, you could, you could. So I mean, probably more than most likely, probably Lions. go for. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> no. Probably more than likely going to be though, just for the hometown, not the home. Well, not really the hometown, but like in the same state of the Indianapolis Colts, because that's the only close. I think I think a lighter down. a lighter shade of blue would look better on you. Maybe like a no. short lines of blue. How about a, you know, yeah. at least a little red in there. You know, we like know we know up. that he loves him, loves him some Tyreek Hill oh, after getting yeah. clapped by him in fantasy football, and then <laughs> pick him up so he can't yeah. get rid of him. And then Tyreek Hill absolutely do nothing for him. So yeah. Well, second in trash. I'm not upset that you say the Colts because I'm actually intrigued. What do you think about the Colts? I think everything they've done in this offseason. I think that with Matt Ryan, with with them getting Matt Ryan, I see it. I see that his season could potentially be mirrored to like what Phil Rivers has in his last season when when he signed with the Colts. Whereas he's definitely 100 percent better than Carson Wentz. Oh yeah, make a throw ball. <laughs> yeah, he can throw the ball and not do a bunch of dumb stuff and throw incompletes with his left hand. But but uh, I think that it'll be. I think the season could probably be similar to like when Phil Rivers was in was in Indy. Um, I do think they could potentially make the. They could definitely probably make the playoffs. Ooh, but that's, the only thing that's is a hard thing. Now. The only thing is though is that they, that's a lot of teams they they need the West. That West division might take so, yeah, three okay, spots, so you, and that's what's think, real I'm, scary. I'm sorry to interrupt, but like think about this. That's four teams in the West. Automatic. They're they're playoffs. Hundred percent. Yeah, they're all playoff then contenders. You, you got, Half the AFC yeah. East is playoff yeah, contenders. Yeah, now you go to the, even the South. Good You got Lord. Tennessee. Tennessee really didn't okay. lose nobody. And then, then you go to AFC East. Bills. Automatic. I think they're going to win it all. And then Dolphins. You don't Not know. over the Lions. Stop it. Then you got Patriots. They, you know, that's another Patriots. You know, they never, you never know. What, what's the scary thing about this is you go through it, and we're not even halfway done. But I still think that the Colts can win their division. Yeah, I think the Colts can sneak that's in. What, that's it's gonna be a hard they one. They need a wide receiver, no matter where they do yeah. it, how they do it. They need someone. Michael Pittman's good, but he's not great. Ty's good, but he's not great. That's Ty. That's what receiver. I was gonna say. They need to get a wide receiver in free agency or draft, yeah, sorry, or draft, draft a wide receiver. Go ahead, go ahead. because. I mean, like I said, Pittman's good. Pittman's good, but he needs. They need to have a secondary person to yeah. take care of those open picks when. Pittman's, and they got they got weird wide receivers like uh, the I, other guy Pas- fourteen. Who's number fourteen? What's his name? Uh, oh, uh, uh, he has like colorful- Pascal. Is that Pascal? Pascal? Yeah, there you go. I think he's gone now. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think they. I think they, 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 they let him walk. That all like. Morphed together to make their wide receiver core, and they, had, they never really did good, anything. Had, I mean, sometimes they had a couple, a couple of them had good games. Pascal has some few good games, but other than they that, they did like three catch yeah. with a touchdown. Yeah. It was odd. It was just yeah. weird. It was like three catch, seventy yards yeah. touchdown. And it's because that bomb, like a forty yeah. yard bomb. Yeah, just and they just the got, they broke loose. And here's the thing too. I mean, they got they're also coming to free agency. Free agency. They have uh, probably like the third or second highest cap space in the in the league. Yeah. So, so they could they could potentially get a big wide receiver in free agency with, with, with some money that could that could be Odell, but 
That's if Odell, that's if Odell wants to go to go to Indy. I mean, there's still Julio. Julio's still available. Him yeah, you could reunite Matt, reunite Matt Ryan with Julio. Um, yeah, for, for the most part, though, like the Indianapolis Colts are hometown, so like I'm never against them. Just like I was never against the Bengals going as far as they did. I was. I mean, sitting at three wins and a tie, the Lions. You know, it's hard to root for the Lions <laughs> when they, they're at home. Uh, let me cheer for Jared Goff as he pops the recliner out on the recliner. So, <laughs> um, I mean, shifting gears, let's uh, let's take a pause for a second with everything, and let's just announce that if you're watching this on um, Tuesday, April 12th, it's 6.14 p.m. as we're recording this, I just want it to be known out to the general public, Manny Machado is an absolute lock to hit a home run tonight. Um, go Padres. Uh, secondly, I just want to say... We got to shift gears. Um, Baseball is going to be something that I think we'll end up speaking on a little bit as the season gets underway. There's a lot of baseball games, so, you know. Sorry, Cena. In the office, we just had a uh, wall malfunction. Yeah. Uh, however, um, baseball is something that's hard to keep track of. Padres have played the past three, four nights, and they play again tonight. Same with, like, almost every MLB team, so it's hard to just keep up with as is. So, from that, I think we're done with NFL, unless anybody has anything else to add. The draft's coming up. I know we'll touch on that next week's podcast, because I think it is next. I think it's in two weeks-ish. So, over the course of the next couple weeks, we may touch in with little tips and tricks on the draft and what we think might happen what we think, you know, teams will do. More, certain more things. predictions, really. We get more predictions. Yeah, more that. like, you know, who might be draft day trades? Yeah. You know, will Baker leave Cleveland in a draft day trade? Will Cleveland maybe try to trade up? You know, who knows? It's just things like that we gotta we gotta get into. But now I think we shift gears. Last night, it's Tuesday now. Last night was Monday Night Raw. We uh, schedule our podcast for Tuesday so we can particularly talk about Monday Night Raw. So Monday Night Raw last night. I thought it was a good show. It was really good. From I, I did enjoy it. When I tuned in, I got, you know, I got good matches. AJ and Damian Priest put on a really good match. It ended exactly how I would anticipate it would end, I guess. No real winner. Um, don't really know what happened there. I actually like that little pairing, Edge and Damian, and I hope they grow it. I think that will be really interesting. Um, one thing I was a huge fan of was Sonya Deville. I have always been a fan of her in the ring, out of the ring. Um, was, she is honest, now contending for a title. That was a shocker to me. I was like, I don't think she has a shot of winning. Oh, I think it's no. just a filler yeah, for yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. We so don't want to bring Becky back immediately, yeah, so let's yeah. wait. Or but I mean, just, they might yeah, they might bring somebody up from the NXT too, possibly. Or, uh, yeah, maybe that one that one chick that does the splits on people. I just they're high place way too much. I just think it's kind of weird how uh, the past few months or a couple of months you couldn't actually go that far back. Um, she was pretty much like an authority figure, mainly like behind the scenes, like with like uh, with Ad Pierce. And then she also like a bit of a mini feud going on with Naomi like yeah, a few was, months ago, but then out strange. it was and then it, and out of nowhere it just ended like they just stopped like doing the feud at all. Yeah, and they just randomly threw and, Naomi in the tag team title picture. Yeah, and, with Sasha Banks like what kind of team and was now that? all of a sudden she jumps straight into the title picture on Raw for the Raw Women's Championship. 
against Bianca. She, she placed herself. Oh. Yeah, she placed <laughs> yeah. herself. Due she to placed... an open contract. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the drums come in and then she bow low, like straight to the... Hit knee. the sickest finisher I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Not... I just think it's just kind of weird. Just well, so. bringing up that, like kind of how that was randomly placed, why... This is a question I have, and I, I seriously am confused. Why did they do a fatal four-way tag team title for the women's titles... On at WrestleMania, they do it right. Uh-huh. Yeah. They come in Raw after Mania and let one of the teams fight the team that won. That wasn't the team that had the titles. And then they for lose. them, they lose. <laughs> then they keep saying they're going to fight again next week, and they've just done singles matches with one of the partners. Like why? Why did they do a singles match with Liv Morgan last week? She won. Then they do it again this week. She loses, and Rhea's nowhere to be found. Well, what's the point of where, where's this going? Yeah, I, it doesn't it doesn't make sense I, I, to me. I just think at least I think they're trying to put Rhea into the singles. So they're trying to push her into the They're like, okay, let's go throw you let's okay, you lose the championship match. All right, you get another one. Singles matches for Liv. Rhea's not And there. apparently they're supposed to fight for the titles next week, is what they were saying. Yeah. And I, I don't why are it's, they fighting singles if they're gonna fight for the titles? I yeah. I don't know and, what's and happening. And like you said, why was Rhea not there? And why did why did Liv fight Sasha and beat Sasha that fight Naomi and lose to Naomi. And, and now they're going to apparently fight for the titles next week as a tag team? What? Yeah, I, I don't know where they're going with this. Uh, they could probably, I think I think it could be just that Rhea's going to turn on yeah, Liv. Like, I, mean, turn I, I guess that's, that could be what it was and leading then, up yeah. to. And then it, would set it, up, it just feels like it's yeah, drug on yeah, a little yeah, yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. It, it just, just doesn't feel... It doesn't feel natural. And then it would just set up Rhea versus Liv as a singles feud. But it'll be like just like a like a filler food. Uh, not filler food, but like a filler feud for Rhea. <laughs> so that so I, I think this is what's gonna happen. After Rhea feuds with um Liv, she'll either I think she'll either join Edge's um little thing with Damian Priest. I could see it. Yeah, that's why I guess. And then could and then could actually possibly be in the title picture for the Raw Women's Championship. I, I, I can see that. That's what I yeah. think. Another, even another weird thing with the women's division is they broke up Zelina and Carmella. Like, are they feuding or what, what's going well, on? Well, then they let Zelina, 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 Belina, whatever the frick, <laughs> Queen Zelina, they, she fought um, Bianca Belair. Like Bianca that. Belair. And it, it just. And like, it, uh, that to me was just like, okay, let, let's. Uh, yeah. What are we doing? They, and then they show Carmella, she, oh, she's on her wedding. You know, she's on her wedding right now. It's like okay. I think this week I liked Raw a lot, but I think a lot of it was, Dude, it was way just, out in yeah, left field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I why did they announce Cody versus Miz? That's fine with me. Cool, before, great. For the but then they go on Miz TV before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and they they, they do the Miz waited. TV. Why why did they do Miz TV and talk <laughs> and then? Miz just kept correcting Cody. Like, Cody said, I want the belt. A belt's what's around your waist. Like, that That was cool. Like, that's fine. And then Miz tries to attack him. He throws him out. And then they have a match later on. And it was another thing. Like, In the middle of a Miz-Mysterios yeah. feud that I guess just randomly ended because now the Mysterios, the littlest people and in the WWE are fighting Veer, who is trash. And the trash. What's happening with – and then also, are they ever going to explain about the Miz – uh, turning on Logan Paul after that match at Mania. I, I, I thought Logan Paul was yeah. going to interfere in the match. I, but now, now it's just yeah. now it's just they just threw that out the window for no reason. I think he uh, might he might eventually come back and kind of give him a little feud, but I don't think right now I don't think they're going to do anything with that. I love the Miz, but they kind of made him look like a pathetic piece of trash it's, it's, on Raw. Even if Logan Paul might come back, 
they, they Miz even. I don't think Miz even explained why he even turned on. He's just, he, I know they had an interview that was on like network official, like a YouTube, yeah. like an like exclusive thing or but something. But I don't even think he really went into explanation. He just said, you know, like, he's he's, I, I, yeah, I want to. I don't want him to take my spotlight or whatever yeah. the case may be. I mean, but yeah. I did think. Side note: I did think the Miz and Cody Rhodes put on a really good match. Yeah, they, they wrestled a lot. You think about it? Yeah. Not, no, no, they didn't wrestle. They're not wrestlers. They're superstars. Sorry. That's what the Entertainers. Sorry. Entertainers. No, no, no. Superstars. That's what the Miz said. The no. Miz told Sorry. Cody they're not superstars. wrestlers. They're superstars. They were superstars and they wrestled a lot. So my question is, I guess I, this is the last thing I have on Raw. Really, they're just beer is trash. Yeah, they're, they're uh, dumb. Why are they making they they feuding with Mysterios? Like, but they said Veer is fighting Ray. Veer is fighting Ray. And he fought Dominic. I don't know what that happened there either. Um, I don't know why you hype up on social media that Veer's fighting Rey Mysterio and then he fights Dominic Mysterio saw, and yeah, apparently sends so him out in a stretcher because he puts his little goofy-looking lock on that wannabe Rusev. Bring Rusev back. I mean, Miro, whatever the frick his yeah, name is. Miro. Um, Veer is coming for the past 12 and then you Mugs bring him and let him fight Rey Mysterio. What the? What's that going to do for people? What's that going to show them? You can pull bully the little people? So the only other question I have about <laughs> Raw, and then I have a statement behind that. Why are they saying and letting Cody go, I want gold. I want to go for the title. I want to go for the WWE Universal Unified Championship. I want to go for it. But then he fused with The Miz just to – Agree to a match at Backlash with Seth. Seth again. Why is he fighting Seth again when he wants to fight for the WWE yeah, I don't, I don't, Universal I mean, Championship? It doesn't. It doesn't just make. I mean, it doesn't a, ring any bells to me. Maybe just maybe like, to try and sell Backlash we, even more, possibly yeah. just to get bring in more sales. Because I mean, uh, but if he's fighting, like this is just my thought process. If Cody is going to fight Seth Rollins, that means no one's going to fight Roman. Unless something crazy happens on SmackDown, I don't see anybody fighting Roman. No one stepped up to Roman. Minus I mean, well, there was, a, there, was, there, was there was a little segment with Shinsuke stepping out Maybe at the end. But that That's... segment felt like it was wasted. Shinsuke comes in the ring, doesn't get to say a word. Roman says he'll give him a hug, and then he gets super kicked. And then he right? gets double super kick. Well, that, that doesn't really do anything for yeah, him. Is he is he feuding with Shinsuke might, or not? I mean, I think they're probably more on SmackDown. I think they might do something. And then my biggest outcome statement I'll have from this Monday Night Raw is the tag team division is the best thing in WWE right now. Oh, Whether yeah, it's SmackDown, yeah. Raw, both, I don't care. I love Alpha Academy. I love RK Bro. I love the Street Profits. I love the Usos. And they all fought. They all had a match. They all put on a show. Montez Ford is great. <laughs> Uh, Chad Gable is great. RK Bro is great. I love that they're giving Randy the freedom on the mic to say whatever in the world he wants. I love that the Usos say Us and, you know, just the different slogans they do. And I think the tag team division is carrying WWE right now. The bloodline. The bloodline. Yeah, I mean, the tag team division. Well, the SmackDown tag team division is just weird. It is. I think that's why I said the Usos yeah, just left well, it at that. Because like, you got Viking Raiders. And, like, and I think that's why they're doing the whole unification. I think yeah, that's why they kind of let it the way they were. because the Usos were just yeah. going to do the unification. Because it'd be a good match. There's just nobody on SmackDown It's like, oh, wow, you got a great tag team. Let's see. Yeah, I think WWE's really lacking tag team. I think soon it's going to be an NXT call-up for some yeah. tag teams. Like, like, what are you going to do? Like, makes people singles competitor together? Eh, it's... it's the only, only person, the only team that worked on was Randy and Matt. Yeah, and then like they, they had um, 
they had Ziggler and Rude, and then they sent him down to NXT so Ziggler could go fight for the gold. Yeah, so are they going to bring so, them back and then put them on SmackDown let the few with their shows? But no, because they're going to keep them as heels. And Yeah. I, I don't think they would work as faces as well, the Dirty Dogs. No. They would not dirty work as faces. Dogs. They, would, they would not work as faces. I, 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 I can see it working. I love Ziggler no matter what. So I can see it I'm cool like. with anything they do with them. Did you want to add something, Blake, earlier? Well, I was going to say, I mean, I think, well, they could, the Usos could have possibly had – had a little feud after Mania with with um, with the New Day, but because Big E is out, and plus, I mean, I don't know how I don't know how they would do Usos in the New Day again. I mean, because they did they did in the past, I but about New Day, duh. But so I mean, doing the whole thing with Sheamus. Yeah, that's why I just yeah. I don't even worry about. They're stuck doing that whole feud thing with Sheamus and Ridge Holland, and but I think it's a Butch 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 Butch, Butch. Butch. Butch go crazy. But yeah, but. I kind of mentioned Backlash and Roman. Uh, I want to know who you all think is going to dethrone Roman. Who do you think knocks off Roman? I saw WWE made a post, yeah. and it had some people on there, and I, I thought it was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. They had Sheamus. <laughs> they, they made a good argument for him. I just – it's so hard. It really – I mean, because I would like to I, – I think Cody deserves I'm going to actually look at that picture because yeah. I want to see the all the people so I can kind of reference you gotta think it a fully. Lot. I don't remember if it, what social media it was on. A lot of – I think it's – in the group chat with us. So. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But, yeah. like, because, like, you still got Cody. You get you got these random feuds that they have already going on, and then they're like, yeah. okay, so, like, let's put them – let's give Roman somebody. All right, well, you got AJ Edge. Bat, Finn Balor with Austin Theory. Theory. Just so, Theory. Exactly what you said, kind of looking at this picture. So this picture has Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins, yeah. Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, Braun Breaker, Cody Rhodes, Sheamus, Shinsuke Nakamura, and the one that I would want to dethrone Roman, Gunta. 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 Like oh, yeah, okay yeah. now now go if you look at that list every besides McIntyre Shinsuke and Gunta they're all in feuds right now and maybe Braun you could throw kind of Braun in there he's and, and it just kind of like throws it at me it's yeah. like what if that is meant to be after backlash yeah, yeah. I don't see Roman defending a backlash no, if it is I see it being like a little Squash throwaway match, match yeah. with like Shinsuke yeah. or something because that's that's the only person that's really said anything, unless yeah. something crazy happens on Friday. Yeah. I mean, it could possibly if Gunther wants to pop up on Friday and be like, "Yo, Roman was cracking." But are they gonna turn him face? That's just he, that, he's that's, he, he's uh, that's what I'm saying. Like it's just weird. You have all these heels that they are they gonna turn him face? Yeah, because I guess Gunther's one of the ones where like you could really say, "What is he? He just came over," and I mean. Yeah. I don't really think they've portrayed him as heel face or anything. I know he has the little little it's dude your, with him. Yeah, they changed his name too. I don't even know what their names are anymore because yeah. they change him. I'm not mad about the Gunther from Walter. I don't really care, but yeah. I do like him. I like he's, I like that he's put effort in yeah. to lose weight and make this new person and become better. Hey, that Braun Breaker though, his match with Braun Breaker was actually not a bad match. Braun Breaker, I like Braun Breaker a lot. But I don't know why you'd bring him up as fast as you can to fight Roman. I feel like that would yeah, kill him. Yeah, yeah. That really would kill him. It, it would bury him because then if you let Roman beat him, people are just going to be like, why'd they even call this yeah, guy up? Why is yeah. he getting special treatment? Things like that. But, so, I mean, truly, to answer the question I asked, who I would prefer to dethrone Roman would be Gunther. 
I think it would put the WWE in a new direction. Yeah. Or my second option, my number one option, my, you know, Randy Orton. I would love for Randy Orton. I'd also love if John Cena dethroned him. I'd also love if The Rock dethroned him. Uh, Those are all options, but out of that list, I would love Gunther if they went that route, or Randy Orton if they decided to break up the New Day, or not New Day, RK-Bro. But I think if they break up RK-Bro, it's going to turn into a heel session He's going to have a a long feud with Riddle if that happens. So I I don't really see Randy happening unless they go a different route with the Bloodline versus RK-Bro and it spanning to more. I mean, what if they brought back Legacy? That'd be kind of interesting. Hey, I the mean, Bloodline versus the Legacy. I've seen, you know, I Teddy keep, coming back. Come I, on, I, I, come I, on. I, I keep seeing little pictures of them through him, like, you know, that might be kind of a banger of a match. They did, they did actually drop on WWE's YouTube page today a tw- 2009, I think it was, episode of Raw, John Cena versus Legacy, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and I saw it, and I, I thought that was a little weird, but. So who do you all want to dethrone Roman? Uh, I'm saying McIntyre. Uh, well, for me, I would. It, it really comes down to two people. But the way it would have, but the way that this would work better, it would be depending on how they're going to do the title situation. I think it would work better if the person that would be Roman would just win both the titles and not just have just one title. Unless, yeah, I think that's the only way they're going to do I, it now. I, unless, unless they put it, unless they do it where like one of the titles is in a triple threat and the other is going to be a single, it's going to be in a singles titles match. Then I, I think the best way to do it is by having well, it's, I would say probably Cody Rhodes for him to beat him. But I would save that for SummerSlam though. Have Cody Rhodes beat him for I, both, I both titles. I, I agree with that. I don't think, I don't think Roman should lose the title until a SummerSlam yeah. or something like of a that big, nature. A big yeah, I don't think like backlash. He should and, lose and the and here's title. The, it should be both titles, like I said, unless hot. unless Roman one is, is going to be in the kind of triple threat match. Yeah. Roman, Roman, as of right now, and I hate that I have to say this, but I think it's the truth. I think Roman, as is right now, is going to go down as the greatest wrestler of all time. And I hate to say that. I hate to put it in words, but I think that's what they're pulling for. I think they love the character too much. I think they are pushing and pushing and pushing to get him to that. All the gimmicks he's had have been great. The shield was great. You know, Roman being the underdog, everybody whining because he can't quite get that WrestleMania moment all the way until it's his yard, up until he is our tribal chief. The new theme song and all, I think Roman Reigns is on track to go down as the greatest of all time. But enough about Roman Reigns, enough about the WWE. we got to get into what is important, and that is that play-in games are tonight. The NBA Finals are coming at us live. we got to get into it. we got to talk about it. First things first, let's get it out of the way. We have to continue our thrilling, thrilling, thrilling top five list. We got to get through these quick, so we're just going to rock and roll them out. We got current small forwards in the league right now. I think this one's a little odd. This one's one of the things that we kind of got to talk about. I'll go ahead and jump in first. I love my list. I think my list is perfect. Number one, I got LeBron James. That's hands down. There's no doubt. I almost, almost right there said Kevin Durant. But I don't think Kevin Durant's played enough to be better than LeBron James this season. I mean, they played about the same games, honestly, but that's my opinion. Kevin Durant is my number two. Kevin Durant is a bucket. That's all I got to say. 
Kevin Durant is going to go down as one of the top ten all-time players. He might already be there. He's close. Number three, I got somebody who honestly was a duo that one of them was going to be better and he became better, and that is DeMar DeRozan. This one to me was really close. My three and four are very interchangeable because number four, I got Jason Tatum. I think he's one person that needs to get consistent. I don't think he is consistent. Um, to me, he's someone that can lead that team, but I think he's at that young mindset where he wants to be a bucket and he's not quite there yet and he needs to learn to use his team. I think that's why Jalen Brown is up and down all the time. And I think Jason Tatum, if he gets more consistent, becomes more of a team player than he is now and stop taking the 20 shots a game, I think he will be great. And my number five may come as a surprise. My number five may throw everyone out of the water. I got OG and Anobi. That man has been hooping. That man is locking up. He's knocking down the threes that need to be knocked down. And Toronto is a five seed. He he is leading. I think I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. I can't say it now. I can't say it now. I can't say it now. But, yeah, my list, Braun, KD, DeMar DeRozan, Jason Tatum, and OG Ananobi. I guess if I had to throw out a little bit of a, a little bit of a honorable mention, I guess I'm gonna have to say Jimmy Buckets. Come on, Jimmy Butler would have to be it. I would love to say Paul George. I wish he played more this season, but it would have to be Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's a bucket. Yeah. Jimmy Butler's nice. He mm-hmm. the Heat team is number one. But I don't think he's been playing as good as he should. No. So that's why he did not crank my top five. Someone else, go ahead. Run right. it down. I got okay. My, I mean, damn, honestly, my list is damn near the same as Cameron's. LeBron is one. That's There's no, Easy. no explanation Easy. needed for that Easy. one. KD is number two. Another one that doesn't need an explanation. Man, that's a bucket. And then three, I got DeMar. Man is running Chi-Town right now. That. He just gets in that little mid-range yeah. zone, and he's unstoppable. Yeah, he's just unstoppable. Four, I, I got I got Tatum, just like Cameron. Uh, like he said, leadership skills need to get worked on. He's not, you know, he has a mindset, you know, I'm scoring. I don't need to do nothing right now. I'm young. I can wait till I'm older to get my leadership and all that. But number five, I got Jimmy Buckets. Without Jimmy Buckets, Miami, I don't think, would be the number, what, the number one. Yeah. I don't. He's just too, he's the two main focus of the leader of that team. And he's my number five. And I got auto mission. I got PG played more games. I wish, you know, he was his last three games. He's buckets. And then I got Chris Middleton as well. Man can, okay. man can shoot the perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. So I got LeBron one, KD two, DeMar three, Tatum four, Jimmy B at five. And then I will mention PG and Chris Middleton. Let me go ahead and pick up this mic real quick. Hold on. Is it on? Is it Let's on? get it ready. Right. No, the, so, no, ladies and gentlemen, no, buckle no, your no, seatbelts. No, buckle your seatbelts. Here comes a list that may spark some intriguing moments in this video. Blake, don't even say anything. Shoot, go ahead. Let's hear your list. We got Brandon Ingram, number one. Brandon Ingram, number one. <laughs> well, just to put y'all face make just basically say and let y'all know, um, this is this is gonna fall flat on your face, but it's not really anything special. Like I'm being dead serious. 
Oh, okay. So. There he goes. He, he, no, he's he's making not, sure he doesn't get kicked off the podcast this time. No, um, I'm, I'm being this, dude. This is not this. This is not like really gonna be a special list. It's it's practically literally your list, Austin. Didn't read it. Go ahead, read it. Go ahead. This real so, quick. So yeah, so so it's basically my list is it's the same as Austin's. Look, so. I just looked over and saw somebody on his list, and I can't so. stand this man. <laughs> <laughs> so number so number one, of course, it's obviously. Well, Mickey James. <laughs> well, Mickey James no, no, it's obviously you know the number twenty three on the Lakers. Let miss the playoffs. All right, and number two is, uh, is <laughs> number two is uh, you know KD. Um, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, he's, yeah, he doesn't I, get a, he doesn't get I, fun. I, now. Oh, see, over, over, overall, Le, well, he, oh, overall, LeBron is probably the overall the better small forward, but but Kevin Durant is the better scorer in my opinion of the two. But, it, but obviously, we yeah. all know this. But yeah, I, yeah. I still have a number right, two. Who's number three? The number three, I have you know you know as Austin since Jason Tatum. I, my my three no, was Demar. Three. My three was Demar. Oh well, no, I had that. I had that flipped in. Number three, I have Jason Tatum. Um, he's you know he's he pops off, but I th- I think I think his skills I think his skill set makes up for his inconsistency in my opinion. But and then number four, I have Demar Derozan. I mean, dude, yeah, that makes sense. dude has a. Dude, of course, I think those are, off. those are the automatic four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truly, I five, do think five, so. Five and honorable mention player. And then, sure. and then five, I and then five, I have Jimmy Butler. Okay, so, that's, fair. that's fair. I'm not mad about that. I really thought I'd see like Bingham or something crazy. Yeah, My, no. Michael Bridges. Yeah, Michael Bridges. Michael Bridges. He's an all star. And then honorable honorable mention, I would actually put probably Miles Bridges. Not, Miles. Not, my, said, not Michael, but hold on, no, hold on, hold on. Early, before the video. Yeah. Before, before, the video. before we started this, this man said Miles Bridges has done nothing this year. <laughs> but man is a bucket this man, year. Man, honestly, almost it's, is the best player on the team. Yeah. This, this the thought he he was very upset that Miles Bridges was 7 and Michael was 27. Yeah. He was not happy about that. So run down your list again real quick. So yeah, number one, of course, is Lamis the playoffs. Number two is Kevin Durant. And number <laughs> number three is Jason Tatum. And then number four is DeMar DeRozan. And number five is Jimmy Butler. Awesome. Okay. So I, I guess it's time. All time. I I don't like this position. I'm gonna be honest. It's, it's I don't I don't like it at all. I'll just run through. I'm not gonna give any explanation. Yeah. We got Braun, number one. Yeah. KD number two. Larry number three. Doctor J number four. Elgin Baylor, number five, and honorable mention. I'm gonna put Andrew Wiggins. Okay. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, honorable honorable mention. I seriously am gonna put Mello. I think Mello needs a little more, but I think I think he's up there. Uh, I, I got I got Bron Bron. That's no easy. I got Larry Buckets. But I don't know. It's just I think Larry. Larry Katie can win one more. I put him over Larry. Uh, I got Katie three. I got Scotty Pimpin at four. Man, man was you know behind Jordan, defensive monster. That's without without no question. Uh, at number five, I got Doctor J. I, I mean, yeah, that's just really no really good explanation. It's just it's just Doctor J. Yeah, there's really nothing. He yeah. was a doctor. And then uh, honorable mention, I got Kawhi. 
So it's a little off the and a little weird, but I got Kawhi as my number five mention. Well, don't worry, he's Blake's number five. Yep. So here we go. So yeah, so number so of course number one is Lil Mickey. Uh, number two, I have KD, and then three, Larry Bird, and then four, I got Scottie Pippen, and then five. I, of course, I got Kawhi. But here's the thing: if if Kawhi, I guess I would say would have one more chips than Scotty, or basically we just had more. Had maybe had one more than one one ring. I took the Raptors or, or to the ring, finals. Scotty didn't take any team to the finals. He got carried. What's that? Portland. He took Portland to the Western Conference Finals. We got dogged by Kobe and Shaq. Oh well, yeah. If, if, other than that, I think actually I, no. Scotty Scotty carried the Bulls. Facts. Yeah, that's facts. <laughs> so. So, yeah, that's, that's my top five list right there. So, now that we're through with our top fives, those were things we had a little little run through with the length of the podcast so far because we got to get into a conversation. Playing tournament starts tonight. Um, I really don't know who. I know Brooklyn and Cleveland play tonight. And then it's, uh, it's Brooklyn and Cleveland. I think it's Minnesota and LAC. Minnesota and yeah. LAC. So, really, all I really want to talk about is, you know, what we think the outcomes are going to be. I want to know – who you all think crank in to the eight seed to the seven seed? Who do we think is going to be the Western Conference Finals, and who do we see winning? And I want to know one team. We kind of we kind of touched on it um, one of the episodes, but I want to know one team you think is a dark horse that could possibly make a run, maybe even an upset. If you want to say because I know one that could possibly be an upset that may surprise many, but honestly wouldn't at all to me. So let's see, who do we got? Minnesota or the Clippers? I think Minnesota takes it. <sighs> I I, <sighs> I think Minnesota beats them. Honestly, I think they. Is it just one game? Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah, Minnesota. I take Minnesota. They're too. Mm. They're kind. Of, they're kind of hot right now. I, I like Minnesota right now. Because the winner of that game falls right to Memphis. Well, whoever stays in Memphis is losing. That's just no doubt. <laughs> I think yeah. whoever loses that, but I got Minnesota. I got Minnesota. I'm probably going to go with Minnesota. If this was like more than one game, I would say LA. LAC would take it, but one game, Minnesota's, like I said, is high right now. They're going to come out swinging. You and heard it right here, right yeah. now. Clippers are winning. Paul Dorr's putting 40. Clippers take and beat the Grizzlies in a seven-game series. Easy. Clippers Clippers are going to be that surprise team this year. With Paul back. George back, Paul George playing the caliber he is and all the pieces around him, I think the Clippers beat Minnesota. I think the Clippers upset Memphis. I don't think Memphis is 100% there. I think they're a team that just, you know, scooted by in the season. I think the Clippers come out. I think the Clippers come all the way out. It's, it's going to be, I mean, if, no, if, if Kawhi, if they say Kawhi comes back in, in the Memphis series, if they win, yes, I'll give I'll give Clippers. Because if they, that. if the Clippers lose, they get another chance to play Phoenix. Oh, so they'll play. The yeah, yeah. So they play nine and ten. So seven, yeah. eight play. Winner advances to face Memphis. Loser plays the winner of nine, ten to play Phoenix. So they get two tries. Both of these teams, and I think no matter what, I think it's possible Minnesota and the Clippers both come out. But I don't know. The Pelicans have been decently hot. But truly, don't count out the Spurs. Spurs. No, I think Dejounte is no. doing something different this season. Yeah, I, that's that's another. I think they. I think they win. Let's go ahead and say that. I think they win that one. And then, do they win? Do they win versus LAC or Minnesota? That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. That's a very tough one on this Western Conference side. So, 
I say Clippers win, and I say the Pelicans win. And then I think the Clippers take the seven, and then when it's Minnesota and New Orleans, I think Minnesota's going to take it. Carl Anthony Towns is going to be too much. and I think Minnesota might put up a fight with Phoenix. It'd be close. I, yeah. they, I mean, the same caliber players, really. You think of, I mean, D'Angelo Russell has another player who's going to be good. That's a bucket. Yeah. Uh, truly, is DeAndre Ayton going to stop Carl Anthony Towns? No. Yeah, absolutely See, not. I don't absolutely think not. he can man, consistently man, stop them. Man couldn't stop Giannis. That's just – cat. I mean, I'm not saying Cat and Giannis are the same caliber, but, like, you're getting the same build, really. Yeah. So let's flip over to the east side. Unless – oh, Blake, who you got coming out? 7-8. Seven, yeah, 7-8. Seven, uh, gonna have, I think, it's, like I said, Minnesota will probably win against LAC, and but then LAC will face, like I said, probably San Antonio. But I think, I think LAC is gonna be a lot more physical than San Antonio, and I think that's what's gonna kill them. Then I think that's, I think the LAC was gonna take them, take a, take the win against San Antonio, and then they're gonna be facing Phoenix. Yeah. So one thing I will say, it's six forty six as we speak right now. Um, Cavs net starts in 14 minutes. Um, so, Cavs nets, who, who you got? Remember, Jared Allen's out. Yeah, it's not going to be a defensive game, I'll tell you that right now. It's, it, it's going to be a lot of buckets. A lot of scoring. Brooklyn wins. Yeah, Brooklyn wins. Brooklyn wins. Brooklyn's the nine-point favorites right now. The only way Brooklyn's not, Brooklyn does not win is if Kyrie or KD go down in the game. I, I think Brooklyn is a no-doubter, and I think Cleveland will go on to play, but I think the Atlanta-Charlotte match, That's I think whoever wins will beat Cleveland in advance, but I think whoever whoever wins Atlanta-Charlotte, I think they upset the Heat. I don't think I don't think Atlanta wins, though. I'm just saying, you know, you said whoever yeah. wins. But Trey Young, Young has popped off. Yeah. Trey Young might put so. 40 up, but it, I don't know if it'll be enough. No, it was the yeah. big thing. LaMelo's going to stop him, though. That's the only thing. I think LaMelo's going to lock him down, honestly. Mm. I think, and, and, and plus I think Atlanta and Charlotte is very, a very, yeah, very, yeah, very nice play-in game. I like that. I think yeah, that's yeah, a great – it's yeah, like yeah. it's like a – Last year, Lakers and the Warriors played the play-in game. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. It was a great game, too. Yeah. It came down to the wire. So, I think it'll be the same way. I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah, I think – well, whoever comes out of that, that's going to be an interesting for Miami because that will put Miami to the Miami's test. Miami's good, but yeah. how good how is Miami? How deep of a run can they make? So how good is Miami? And then this Brooklyn-Cleveland, whoever comes out of chases Boston, that's, that's going to be a, that's a seven-game series, 100%. Absolutely. With both teams regardless. I think Brooklyn, everybody can say, it might be a team that can push all the oh, way yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But I do want Blake to tell us, who is a sleeper you have in this tournament? Who do you think is a team that is an absolute sleeper that can push away? We can end it off this. We can all say our sleepers. Then we can go sleeper, you know. Basically, we're just in the playing tournament? Just like through the whole thing. Who do you think oh. is someone that could win, or who do you think will win? You don't even have to be a sleeper. Well, you could say Phoenix is going to win it all. Who has a deep I don't run, really who care. Who has a deep run in them that they can make Yeah, yeah. Team. Maybe Chicago yeah. can upset I, I, Milwaukee maybe, all the way. Who knows? Honestly. You know? Surprise team. Honestly, I could probably see Chicago probably making a run to the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, if they can – I, I, I think is though is that if they can beat – if they can beat the Bucks. Then I can see them making it all the way to the to the Eastern Conference Finals. But then I guess whoever's I don't know who they're going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals, most likely. But Philly, Philly might be Philly's the third. I think Philly gets beat first round. That's a tough one. That, I, I think Toronto takes them. 
I know, I know JoJo might average 40. But but <laughs> James Harden's been so inconsistent since yep. he joined. And I think that the Toronto core has been just balling out. I Saying that, though, they Toronto could upset him. Will it happen? Who knows? It's, it's, it's JoJo the is the interesting one. Yeah. Joel can literally give them 40 a game. I don't think they can stop Joel. No. It's no. a toss-up to me, honestly. If I had to say a sleeper team that can make a run, honestly, I think it's the Clippers. With Paul George back, if Paul George decides to be a leader, a star, I think they may have a couple upsets in them. I think they could push teams to seven games. I think it'll be interesting. I honestly think Minnesota could push teams to seven games yeah. as well. And I think Charlotte or Brooklyn, both being low seeds, could push teams. Yeah. Will they do it? I don't know. It's it's up in the air though. I mean they have honestly, you know, I think the upset's gonna happen is I think Utah over Dallas. With Luca being hurt, I think Utah dogs Dallas. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Honestly. But if I had to choose a sleeper team, I I I would say see Denver playing Golden State is just a hard one. I was going to say Denver, but Golden State's just going to – that's going to be easy. If Steph is yeah, back. Steph comes back. He's, he's iffy. Yeah. And then if if not, I think Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn honestly goes to Eastern Conference Finals, in my opinion. Interesting. I think it'd be possible. So, I think last thing on the agenda, who wins the NBA Finals? Who's our prediction? Who is winning it all? Uh, Milwaukee or Phoenix? Milwaukee or Phoenix. Three mm. rounds last year, but I think Milwaukee or Phoenix. Who you got, Blake? I don't think fans will make it to the finals this year. I don't year. think so either. So I think it's probably going to be. Oh, let me see this. I think it's probably going to be either Milwaukee or. That's it. Now this is this is if Steph comes back. I think Milwaukee or this the Warriors. I think Brooklyn will play Golden State in the finals, and it will be a KD Steph reunion. I think the Warriors take it in seven, and I think Brooklyn and Philadelphia will have a seven-game series in the Eastern Conference Finals. I think that's all we have to talk about. I think we cut it off right there. Last final prediction. We knocked it out. We told you who we think is going to win it all. We'll talk more about this as it goes. We'll have more information next week on the next podcast. Yes, sir. I just want to let you know, follow all the socials at A Rocky Podcast. There will be clips up on Twitter if you want to see what it's like in the room, if you want to see Blake laugh, if you want to see Blake make the faces he does, if you want to see Austin in his swivelly chair that is way too big compared yep. to this table. Yep. We even got a candle you can guess the flavor because it's twisted. You might have seen the flavor in prior prior videos. <laughs> For now, I did say the flavor I meant to say. Whatever. <laughs> Screw off. That's a way to end it. This is a Rocky Podcast. My name is Cameron. I'm Austin. And I'm Blake. And we are out of here, and we are gone. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) See you later, guys.